What's up, everybody? You're listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. This week's episode is a real treat in my opinion. It was a collaboration between myself, the creator of the 3% Man Facebook group, Chris, and fellow 3% student, Steve. We got together from various parts of the U.S. to discuss all sorts of things from how we got onto the 3% path, some of our dating triumphs and failures, the difference between our 3% Man Facebook group and the notorious Bizarro World 3% Man Facebook group out there, (laughs) plus many other things. I'm sure you all will really enjoy this mastermind session, and I'll have that to you right after this break from our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome-smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week. But my Saturday night cologne is Grant, because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you, and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. Cool. All right, now we're broadcasting live worldwide. Awesome. <laughs> I did. I did the same thing when I had the call with with Luke about. Uh, okay. geez, it was about two hours ago, although we talked for an hour and a half. So, mm-hmm. you're you're using the basic Zoom, and so am I. I am. And it said that there's a 40 minute time limit, but it didn't kick us off. Okay. It just Maybe kept, they're giving like an exception. Yeah, it, it just kept going and going, and I was like, um, all right, well, I mean. Here's 30 minutes, so so like we're gonna stop recording for the podcast, and then we we just kept talking about whatever. But it was good. It actually was a really good back and forth. You know, it started off, you know, completely off three percent topic. We were just talking about, uh, you know, blockbuster video and like remember you used to have to rewind VHS tapes. <laughs> we were talking. Yeah, about yeah, like yeah. Be kind, rewind. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about shit like that, but then you know the professional that Luke is, he brought us back to. <laughs> yeah, transition. He is. Yeah. Yeah. So that episode, that episode will be in a couple of weeks. I've got after this, I'll have a total of eight episodes already in the can, including 
last week's episode and then the one that drops tomorrow. So awesome, man. Awesome, man. You uh, obviously have a good strategy for that. I've heard that's good, you know, to have just like blog posts or I guess anything else that's kind of like that have, like you say, in the can a certain number already ready. Yeah. It, so they're not necessarily playing catch up, but you're, you know, you, you have stuff to, to deliver. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. I tried to do a podcast because uh, I have a, I run a political page and yeah. I, tr- I tried to do a matching podcast with that. But what was so difficult with that was that I had to constantly stay up to date with the news, what was going mm-hmm. on. Right. And so I was always having to, I had to make content like current that was that week and it became a full-time job. And, you know, it's really just a hobby. I really just wanted to do it as a hobby. Right. And I was like, this is bullshit. I can't do this all the time. But this, this <laughs> format, this format, you know, I mean, we're really just, we talk about the book that doesn't change that books. It's right. The book is the book, the book, you know, two weeks from now as it is three months from now. So, so true. <laughs> so the format, I can do it anytime. I can record a whole bunch at once or I can record nothing, you know, and it'll be good. Yep. Steve's joining us. Oh, by the way. Yeah. And the cool thing too, is that, you know, people have new stories though all the time, old stories and new stories with their dating and relationships and of course their mission too. So it's, yeah, yeah the, I think the, it, the progress well. in general. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, we might, totally. we might get some guys I think that will come on and I've had guys reach out to me on messenger saying, Hey, if you need somebody, you know, happy to come on. So I'm like, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Right. And so I'm trying to come up with a list. I posted it in our little group chat, you know, cause I'm trying yeah. to come up with like a standard list that I can ask everybody just to get the ball rolling. I mean, we don't have to do the whole list, but you know, just to see where people like where they're at on their path and we could have people come on, uh, on one week and then three months from now, come back on and talk about how everything's been better or whatever. Yeah, Totally. So that's what I like to hear. That's right. Hey, (laughs) Hey, Steve. (laughs) Hey guys. Steve, (laughs) how was fishing today? Man, it was fun. Let me tell you about it. Um, so this guy I went with, he was my long-term partner for about four years at the fire department. Yeah. We don't work on the same shift anymore, but, you know, we've, we've been through some shit together. And uh, he's my flakiest friend to have. He told me <laughs> he just got diagnosed with social anxiety. Oh, man. And he's like this, like, really funny, awesome, charismatic bodybuilder firefighter who's been married, you know, for like 15 years with two great kids. Yeah. And, uh but that's something that held him back. And he was like, Steve, I'm sorry. I never come to anything. Like I might be like, my socks don't match. I can't go. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so he just came to my birthday party last week and then he just came to, um, and he just texted me while we're talking. He said, that was one of my best days of the years. My son cool. can't stop talking about kayaking. Awesome. And, uh, so, you know, that's some stuff he dealt with, even though on the outside he might look like, you know, fucking perfect 10 out of 10 man. So, it was cool, but we had we've hung out twice in one week, which is very rare for him. Yeah, and uh, my kids, his kids, we had a really good time. So, Steve, to get him to go out, did you set a definite date? And have you ever had to do the takeaway with your friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I we had been talking about it because he's at my station, but he's on a different shift. So I talk with him at shift change, and typically it's like, hey, look who I just fucked. Look at my dating prospects. Hear this story. <laughs> 
we laugh and then we go on our way you know he leaves and uh, he's like man if i was single and i was like oh yeah man i know so um <laughs> but i just texted him this morning and i was like because he was when i was at work i was like hey stop by my house and get the kayaks if you want i'm right there by the lake and so he got rained out so i texted him this morning and i was like let's hang out man let's get the kids together so he was like hell yeah but i didn't i said let me know when you leave i didn't do any prep until he left i kept sanding my furniture and getting my house ready for more nice ladies yeah he showed up man so it was it was good very cool man that's awesome that he showed up i think it's uh it, dr glover talks about it in uh, dating essentials for men about just how important it is for dudes to have other dudes to hang out with. You know, we can't always Man. just be hanging out with chicks. <laughs> as much as I'm addicted to hanging out with chicks, like three or four nights a week, <laughs> having a really good guy time is very essential and very refreshing. It is. Yeah. I think it, uh, it, Dr. Glover talks about it in uh, no more, no more Mr. Nice guy, but just like dudes hanging out with dudes, like also boosts testosterone, mm. you know, it's like Which, our, all of our periods are sinking in, except yeah. not periods. And we're They're man, man periods. Yeah. Man period. man periods. <laughs> Myriads. Yeah. That, 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 that term's going to catch on for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How all, could it not? All the dudes in the, right. the 3%, the 3% man uh, Facebook group, our, our myriads are sinking. <laughs> <laughs> myriads, yeah, I like that one better. I love that, I, I love better. that, I love it. Yeah, let's uh, not man. have that catch on. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's really not. Let's let it die right here. <laughs> I don't want to take credit Never for that. tell anyone, not even your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So everybody, that's, uh, Steve, I don't know if you know this, but this is going to be a podcast episode. So anybody that's listening to this yeah, as a I'm podcast. Excited. Okay. Yeah, Anyone that's listening to this as a podcast, oh, it's a secret. It's a secret. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Myriads for life. I've got the headband. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, great. Now we're going to have to have merch made, you know? <laughs> our yeah, myri yeah, yeah, our yeah, myriads yeah. are sinking, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know, Paul, though, you, you were slightly joking, I think, about using the same techniques of the 3% man that are meant for dating with – you know, other men for, for setting appointments and stuff. But yeah. um, I actually think that actually I know for myself, I, I think the principles do work uh, just with people, but um, I have noticed since I've been working on applying those principles in dating, I really have become more of a decisive person setting more intentional about setting time with even other men to hang out kind of like this, yeah. um zoom video call um i think you and i paul both uh came up with this one but just th as an example and just with my other friends just you know initiating times to get together and setting definite times and places with wow. specifics um and i think i you know i think i've seen myself grow as a leader in that aspect which i think is a an awesome side effect it, that's so cool i love to hear that yeah absolutely you know it, it's funny um when other people are trying to set an appointment with me now and they're not being definite about it they're being wishy-washy yeah it almost pisses me off now and i had that and you, <laughs> you guys all probably got a good kick out of my story with uh 
uh, I, I think I should call her drunk chick now instead of local chick, but yeah, my story blackout with, chick. <laughs> you know, with blackout fucking, uh, <laughs> she's blocked chick now. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, so, uh, she when I, when I told her after she flaked those three times, I said, "No, you set a date with me." Trying to right. get her to fucking set a an actual specific thing was like pulling teeth out of her. You know, I was just like, "Sure, uh, what wow. do you fucking?" Finally, I I ended up having to do it with her. You know, like I, so she was like, "Well, you know, maybe this day or this day." I was like, "Okay, how about Wednesday?" Right. You know, <laughs> right. And, and she's like, "Oh well, we could do this or this." Okay, okay, we'll meet there at this time. Okay, that sounds right. great. Yeah, okay, great. You just set a definite date with me, but I basically did. Right. Women aren't used to it. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, a lot of men aren't either. You know, I, I certainly wasn't uh, before. No, I, me, me neither. Me neither. I was just like, well, what do you want to do? What do you like to do? No, not anymore. I'm like, this is what I like to do. We're doing it. You know, you're welcome Damn to right. join me. You're welcome to right. join me. And I think I it's that. really made all the difference. I, it's, I've had unbelievable success with it. You know, um, yeah, I, would, I, I would say uh, what I'm trying to set definite dates with chicks, it, it's probably a 1% where the chicks are like, I don't know. Right. And then I'm like, and then I might do another test and then yeah. wishy washy about that too. And then it's clearly like, okay, you have low interest and then unmatch, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you ain't shit, bitch. You got to go. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to walk through those open doors. I'm not going to bang on closed doors. Try to convince you why you need to fucking go out with me. Yeah, I had a, I had two chicks that did that to me, and I was at the end. I didn't even give a shit because I had so many options. I go, you love to cancel on me. That's your passion. And, <laughs> and they're like, I, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry that like I, I'm, and I'm like, don't fucking say you can hang out again if you can't. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going. I'm literally never going to hang out with you. Like, I know that's not going to happen. I don't want to see you. And it's so funny when you're such an asshole about it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so I, true. I don't know Even if I, 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 I don't know if I take a, if I go full asshole on stuff, but I have noticed that I try to uh, take the strongest approach possible mm -hmm. now. Cause that's what atomic attraction says. You know, you have, you, you have to think what is the strongest approach in this, situation and i try to do that every time you know yeah like uh i think oh go yeah, ahead that i just reminded me of i i think it's uh what coach says that you know when you do anything ask is it gonna make me look strong or weak you know in the eyes of the woman and i think that the definite date and that idea of, of making the strongest approach is Really what he's, what coach says is that once you read the book enough times, you realize it really is a mindset mm -hmm. versus techniques and principles. Those are really cool and, and effective too. But this idea of that I'm a high value man and I only want to spend time with people who value my time, men or women. So if a, a guy tries to, you know, set something up and he's vague and wishy-washy and all that shit too, it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to commit to something that I don't think you're really going to be a part of, yeah. uh, show up for. Absolutely. And that's something funny I've been telling girls now because I don't care. They'll be like, you know, why are they're like, there's a reason you're single. Like, you are so awesome. Why are you single? And I'm like, well, I'm a very high value man. Yeah. Right. I was like, single I'm because I enjoy guys. it. And I was like, you have to be top tier for me to want to <laughs> settle down with you. What are you offering me? 
And they'll be like, right. whoa, wow, you okay. And then they start, it turns, they start selling themselves to me. And this last date I went on where I took her out to uh, Taco Mac, she was like, what are so, what's something you're addicted to? I go, I'm addicted to dating because I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> I go out every night I'm free. And she yeah. was like, wow. And then the, we had a really good date. We went to two places and we had a really passionate kiss. And then when the next day she was like, oh, I don't want to just be your Friday girl. Like, I'd really like to settle down with you. This is mm -hmm. after one day. Wow. So, <laughs> I'd be like, easy now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe, you know, we can talk Hold later up. down the road about maybe deleting our apps and like, we're not yeah. going to have sex with other people. But I was like, you got it. But there's a process. And I was yeah. like, I appreciate you telling me that you like me that much. And I was like, you're, you're wonderful. I said, you're a high class woman. And <laughs> I had a good time with you, but you know, so I like just throwing it all out there. Like, I don't care. And they're like, I got to get in there because someone else is going to get him if I don't. Right. I'd like Chris, you have a really good response to, to chicks like that. Right. Which was something like, uh, you have to blow my socks off or what, what is it? Um, yeah. Um, I'm not, well, I'm trying to think about what maybe what you're referring to, but um, like when a chick says that she wants to be exclusive, oh, and you're, you're not ready. You're not, you're, I'm still dating around until I find someone. Yeah. Yeah. That when, when women ask me what I'm looking for or if they bring up exclusivity or something, I'm not ready for it. I, my standard response is I'm dating and having fun right now until I find somebody that I want to be exclusive with. That's worked okay. for me most of the time and it actually i it, it's actually not only stopped the conversation but it usually creates it has at least in several instances created sort of a competition um, yeah. in my mind um and i've had i think the first time that i realized i was like this shit is like so powerful uh in three percent man is like i was starting to date this girl we went on a couple dates and she asked me if i was talking to anybody else i said that line and she totally, there was like no argument. There was no, how dare you? How could you? It was just, she accepted it and went on. But I noticed after that, that she really was, you know, up in her game. Like she was really trying to convince me um, to choose her over these other women, mm -hmm. um, which I had never had that kind of response before in the past. And I remember we were having sex and she was on top of me. And in the middle of that, she said, I hope you choose me. Oh, yes, I was I just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I haven't got that. Yeah, talking about being in the control seat. That's awesome, right. dude. Yeah. yeah. I so there's been uh since I've been on this path, I there's really been two chicks in the rotation that I I've continued to see now, which is uh shit test girl and could have kissed you longer girl. Yeah. <laughs> I always love your nicknames. Paul. I love the name. So well, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like I have to change them up, right? Because shit test girl doesn't shit test me anymore. She did right. really hard at the in the beginning. Now she's like super chill. Sure. You know? And in fact, uh, did you guys, did you guys see my post the other day? Uh, I think it was Thursday where my ex reached out out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's great, man. I was uh, so I was like, I hear my phone chirp, you know, and I was like, who the fuck's texting me right now? And it ends up being my ex girlfriend. And I was like, what the fuck, you know? And so I immediately took that screenshot and, and posted on the page, like, what the hell? And so I then right after I did that, I set the timer for twenty minutes because I was like, I'm not, I'm not texting you back right away. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I replied back saying, um, you know, this is 
unexpected what, what's up you know yeah. and in the middle of, of of that short little text exchange shit test girl texted me out of nowhere too <laughs> and she doesn't text me very often either because yeah. she, she knows that i'm busy and i don't text her yeah so she, she just repl- uh, sent me a text saying i'm going to bed and i was thinking of you I just, and i was just <laughs> like yeah the universe is smiling down on me right oh, now going man. Going on, hold ball. your center in this situation because so you've got awesome. other options, you know. Two-time world champion. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. You can't you be the man to beat the man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're talking to the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss dealing, wheeling dealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. Woo! <laughs> so, yeah. And then, uh, you know, of course, my ex was like, oh, I – I thought we would continue on as friends. And I replied straight out of Atomic Attraction going, yeah. I'm not interested in, in being in friend zone. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I, I didn't text anything back after that. It, and I haven't heard from her. So I don't know if I hear from her again, whatever. If I don't, I don't give a shit. At this point, right. I don't think even if she wanted to get back with me, I would want to get back with her at this point. Yeah. So, but I just felt really good in that that exchange. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. I love when it's on top of your game. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember, I was ta- one time, women kept rolling in on my matches so hard, and they were talking with me. And I called this girl on the phone. She was beautiful and had huge tits, and I'm an ass man. Yeah. And I was Same. like, I was making jokes about her her ass to get her to tell me about her ass because I didn't see it. She's like, yeah. yeah, I don't have anything back there. And then like I was ready to get off the phone, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like. I was like, I have so many beautiful women I'm talking to. I don't even have to. I get to be picky now. Right. And like, how awesome <laughs> is that? To not care. So awesome. It is. It's so good yeah. to have options for sure. I went out with that uh, army chick a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I, she was, it, she was uh, interesting. I, I don't know. She, uh, she was very like shy. She wasn't selling herself very well. Like in text, she was like you know, I'm really boring and, you know, I'm not really that interesting and stuff like that. And I was like, who, who the fuck, who the fuck is trying to sell themselves with, by yeah. shit talking That's themselves? That's like ripe and ready to manipulate. So right. I, yeah. so right. I, I, I met up with her and the, you know, the, I had a good conversation with her uh, and I, I went in for the kiss at the end, but uh, the following week I was like, I'm not going to call her back. I don't, <laughs> if she doesn't think highly of herself, <laughs> Then I'm not going to think highly of her right. either. So. <laughs> You're going to agree with her assessment of herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are boring. Dad, and, that yeah. was right, man. Right, right. Right. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I have so uh, one of the upcoming episodes. I did it on needy chick and uh, local chick. And yeah. I just I tell those stories. It's called. It's going to be called uh, a tale of two train wrecks. But <laughs> <laughs> love it. But the, I, you know, I think it's funny because a lot of us post, you know, our date updates and a lot of it's all positive, you know, right. but there's a lot of guys on the 3% man group that I think are struggling still, you know, they, For sure. um, so I, I, I think it's kind of important to know that, uh, even when, you know, some of us are doing well, uh, there's times when we're not. One of my fire department buddies said, I can always believe Crawford. Because he tells us his his lows, yeah, along with his highs, he's never yeah. always winning. And yeah. that's a big part of being transparent and honest. And right. you're right, you're right, Paul. Yeah, and I love to I love telling the positive stories. Absolutely, you know, I love after um, that that last weekend, 
with shit. To, I'm going to have to color something else. I'm going to have to find something else to color. But uh, after, you know, spending the night with her, uh, that was a fucking epic weekend. You know, that was a great date update. But uh, then I followed that up, you know, Wednesday with local chick. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. my God. I was so glad when she left in the morning. <laughs> she like she comes in, she goes into for a hug, and she's like, "So, uh, are we going to do this again soon?" Yeah, and I, and I was like, mm, maybe, "Maybe," you know. And she was like, "Maybe," and I was like, mm, "You know." And so then she was like, "Okay, well." And then she went and got her stuff, and I walked her to the door. I didn't walk her to her car, you know, and I didn't give her yeah. a or anything. She was like, "Okay, well, I guess." Um, do you think I drank too much last night? And I go, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. And she goes, okay. And then, so she's like, well, I'm going to head home now. I'm like, all right, have a good day. And I shut the door. I, <laughs> and then I, I immediately, I immediately yeah. just like blocked her, blocked her like, number, bye. blocked her on Facebook. Cause that's how she came out of the woodworks last time. Went on the dating app. I found her profile, blocked her there. And I was like, I want nothing to do with this chick. Right. Totally. Bye, <laughs> right. You know, you know, Paul, when you when you shared that story, um, I can really relate to that because I uh, one of my one of my train wrecks, one of my failures is I went out with this girl and she she looked even better than she did on whatever dating app I, you know, I'd found her on. And it was during the quarantine. So I met at her house and she had a really nice big house. So I was like, man, this chick is successful. She's doing well. And uh, she was this pretty blonde um girl and i was like shit she looks pretty good and we had a we had a great time we ate dinner there um ended up kissing and making out but late even later that night she started like saying like oh so how many other dates do you have and um i you know i i sort of was at the beginning of applying all this stuff so i didn't really have a great response um ready and so i just kind of danced around the, t the topic and she basically she she said that she wanted to be exclusive like right away and i made the mistake of saying okay <laughs> so i make make tons of mistakes in this thing right so good, good, yeah right yeah tons of mistakes so but i mean she was she was hot you know whatever and uh and, and we went on a couple other dates because we were exclusive now apparently but uh but she had already started like talking about taking trips i mean she was just like full steam ahead right and i was like oh shit, what am i into Come Come meet my but, parents, Chris. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she already was like, hey, come down to my best friend's wedding week in Florida. I'm like, I don't know if I can get off for that, but yeah. off of work. Anyway, so fast forward like a week later, I'm at, I have some friends over my house and it's the first time they've met her. And and we have we're we have jello shots. We have all these kinds of things. And she, you know, I had had drinks with her before, but she had never got like wasted. Um, but this time she got completely completely plastered was yelling at all my friends yelling at her friend who was there um just making all kinds of obscene like inappropriate remarks uh, like groping me literally in front of my friends talking about how she wanted to taste me wow but, yeah. yeah she wow. didn't yeah. say it like that she didn't say yeah. it that appropriately was like i want to taste your dick and all this kind of stuff I was like what the hell and she was you know stumbling around just Is this real life? <laughs> what's that is this real life? Yeah. This is yeah, right, exactly. Is this real life? Is this happening? Is this, and yeah. uh, so, the, so the, she stayed over. She stayed over that night, and then the next morning she left, and we, you know, we broke up. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I got to be able to take you around my friends sometimes. Like, this is not oh, good. Wow. So you, so, so, um, did you say that you 
just got into this stuff like right around the beginning of quarantine? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty much. I had, um, yeah, I'm definitely within like the six months or year. It was this year, it was 2020 when I really got into the 3% yeah. man, found the book, found the videos, all that stuff. What about I you? I love that, like, I love to hear that, Christopher, because you have a Facebook group about it and you have more, you have equal to the other Facebook group that's been going for a long time. Right. Uh, because right. for whatever reason, but that's cool, man. I like the energy you bring, and that's fun that it's fresh on you. Steve, yeah, how, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Steve, how long have you been uh, into the three percent man stuff? Um, about a year and a half. I, I I was engaged after my divorce. This girl checks every box for me, except for mental health is fucked up so bad. That's bad. And, yeah. And she wanted a child, which I agreed to, which I fundamentally do not want to make a child with another woman. Right. So. Mental health and having a child was not with me. But right. um, when I, we got engaged, you know, six months, and, and then after the new year, I got engaged with her. She started showing a new behavior where she would go, go on dates with other guys while I was at work. Oh, when shit. She mad at me. Yeah. And I was like, hey, baby, you're cool and all. I didn't know you did this. <laughs> right. You, you keep going out with these dudes that are your friends while I'm at work. You're going to have sex with them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break up with you. So right. she kept doing it, and I preemptively broke up with her when she was chewing me out. And uh, I was like, well, this is the last time you chew my ass. I treat you so well. You're mad at me for having my kids so much and, like, trying to be friends with my ex-wife. Right. Like, like, that's cool. I don't need you. So I yeah. broke up with her, and she went into, like, a three-week three, three week depression. And but, but, but before that, I started Googling her symptoms that she was doing to me on YouTube. And I came across coach's work mm. and, and then like, it was nuts, dude. Like I was on this next level shit from coach Corey that I didn't even know about. So I read the book real quick. I remember St. Patty's day. I went out, I went out. One was the second date. And then one was the first date, St. Patty's weekend, Friday and Sunday. I slept with two women that were like eights. Nice. On like the second and first day Eight. on the same weekend, I took him to the same fucking bar, and I was like, "This shit fucking works." Like I remember at one of them, I was at a fire, and everyone around her was like, "You need to give him some." That guy is so cool. Yeah. And then the other girl was like, she was trying to like get other guys' attention, and I was like, "Hey, I'm out." I'm, and I went and talked with other girls while she was there on our first date. Right. And she was like, "Where are you at?" And she found me with the other women. And I was like, hey, your friends are cool. You're cool, but I got to go. And she's like, you're not going to fuck me? And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to fuck. Let's go right fucking now. <laughs> and I got all this new boldness all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Coach. I just found his work. I just read his book. Awesome. So but it sounds it, like I was able to, like, make an intelligent decision to leave what I was in and then thrive in the new horizon I was in. That's awesome. Yeah, but it sounds like Chris, you and I are pretty much on the same path then, because I didn't discover this stuff until earlier this year. Yeah, and I uh, and you know I think it was right around quarantine. I I really started getting into this stuff, and I I stumbled onto some of these YouTube videos like How to Beast and yeah stuff like that, and stumbled across Corey's videos and <laughs> the Atomic Attraction book was I think was the first book I read on it. Yeah. Um, and then I think no more Mr. Nice Guy was a, like probably around the same time. 
but it was like shortly after that found your group on yeah. so but you you must have just started that too yeah i it, i can't remember exactly how long it's been in the group but right. i just after i read the book i was like this is this is fucking life changing as this you know i've been studying relationships and communication since i was a a teenager and i've yeah. been teaching relationship skills for 13 years but this is the first time i've ever had any like full system like a full approach that from beginning to end all the way to long-term you know lifetime relationships if that's what somebody wants i was like this is really really cool stuff and um yeah and and i was like and i was looking for a group like i wanted a group i looked on facebook for it and and at that time i couldn't find one so i was like well i'm just gonna fucking start one you know other guys have to feel this way too so i did that i posted to a couple videos you know in their comment section say hey if you guys want to join this group i started it let's do this mm -hmm. and uh and that's kind of the the origin story of the group but yeah Very and cool. i've been so it's like so serendipity pleased. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah i've been so pleased with how uh, with everybody that i've met and just how how well the group has gone i, I love to hear that in the other group the bizarre group i got kicked out of it and really I put a lot of good content in there to try to help folks. And I was like, yeah. how the fuck yeah. did this happen? Did and they, did they give me an e explanation? Cause I mean, we, no. I mean, Chris, you're, you're uh, clearly the admin cause you started it. You right. just made me a moderator. Uh, but in our conversations, like it, it, you know, in the group chat, it comes up with certain guys that are kind of toxic. And right. So we quietly get them out of the group because <laughs> sure. they, they are not 3% material you right know, about three percent might they don't have that three percent mindset they have that sure. i guess uh what luke calls the extreme red pillist type yeah person, the, or, the fuck women people yeah right like hate women which they're not uh, their hoes. yeah 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 so i'm curious steve yeah why did they give you an explanation why you got kicked out no the, <laughs> the big the big boss was like hey I don't know why all these examples you're giving me, I don't know why my moderators kicked you, but they mm. kicked you. I'm going to let you back in. But like, I don't understand why they did. So it was just the same stuff I normally do. Right. Huh. So I don't really understand. So, and, but one thing I do like about these groups, instead of watching coach Corey's videos and other videos like ASM or uh, entrepreneurs or cars, I love to watch our homegrown videos with my free time. The little free time I have in the car, I love to watch Steven. I love to watch Benny. I love to watch Paul. Yeah. I'm like, we're just fucking raising our own shit now. It's so awesome, man. It is. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I almost like our own experience, like learning from each other's experience. Uh, totally. Better than watching Corey's videos. One of the things that yeah. Luke and I were talking on our call earlier and I think it uh, it was after the podcast portion, but uh, one thing that we were sort of talked about with Corey, which you know we all we all love Corey Wayne, but sure, he he sort of like sends you in circles. Oh, this meeting has been upgraded by the host. Oh, yeah, it, sweet. Unlimited. It, it's Zoom, Zoom is saying we don't have a forty minute limit, so that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but one of the things that we were talking about was how. Corey, bless his heart, he does sort of send you in circles. So like you're reading the book and he says, Google coach Corey Wayne, how to <laughs> blah, blah, blah yeah. with women. And then you go right. to the video and you watch the video about it. And he's like, 
you know, sometimes his, his videos are all over the place too, and they have nothing to do with. <laughs> right. And then he'll say, and then you need to read my book 10 to 15 times. <laughs> Motherfucker, your book told me to go to this video. You know? yeah, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a flaw, maybe, but uh, that's also yeah. kind of why, um, like, I love his book, but I also, you know, like to incorporate, uh, you know, those other, the other two books that are Definitely. My, um, my holy trinity. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So. I remember before, but when I first got divorced, I read Esther Perel's book, Mating in Captivity, mm. and I thought mm. I was so fucking cool because I knew how to talk to women about sex. Yeah. And to me, that was good enough. I'd be yeah. like, hey, baby, like, what are you into? Like, what did you like and not like? And they'd be like, wow, nobody's ever asked me that. They're yeah. like, you know, baby, I just want to make sure you have the best experience. And so that was a good starter for me. I thought I was already on the next level. Like, I was ready to write my own book at that point. And then, <laughs> I, <laughs> and then I kept going and I kept learning more. And I was like, okay. And, and I remember you posted, Chris, about Atomic Attraction. And I'm always looking for more books. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, holy shit, this is even more good shit. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. it was, it was good. And I, I, I haven't read no more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm going to put that on my next read. That one's but a good, that one's a really it's good. It's so good to level up and to know even mm -hmm. more and, and do one and two and three reads and all that good stuff. Definitely. Absolutely. I feel like, um, I never even thought about reading a book more than one time until right. I read, I read Corey's book and then he's like, you got to read, you know, to really internalize it 10 to 15 times. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a big secret guy. So I, mm -hmm. I follow uh, Bob Proctor a lot and I watch a lot of his stuff and he, yeah. he's read and reread think and grow rich for like the last 60 fucking years. That's what you were saying. Yeah. I was like, wow, that crazy. is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. And that I, is. and so then I was like, fuck i could watch i could read Corey's book tip for the next 60 fucking years <laughs> yeah, yeah no, right <clears throat> i could do that why stop at 15 right yeah. why one, one thing that struck me funny about reading Corey's videos is you know Corey's old at this point and yeah yeah and he always talks about he's always like fuck dating apps organic approach is where yeah. it's at yeah because Corey's short Corey's bald and Corey's old <laughs> and, but Corey's the fucking man. So at the grocery yeah. store, at the club, at a meet and yeah. with friends, he can sell himself because he's so charming. Right. But he cannot project that in a dating app. More difficult, yeah. It's so it's a, some it's of his stuff difficult, is yeah. a little bit different. You have to take in the fact of that. So yeah. but folks that are like like me, I feel so lucky. Like people are like, what are you doing to get this many dates, Steve? And I'm like, I, I feel extremely blessed. I'm 6'7". I'm a firefighter. Yeah. I'm naturally handsome. I'm working on myself more. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's easy. I'm, I'm, it's all right. You're a firefighter. You're already over six feet tall. And you read dating books? Holy shit. Right. Like, like the, whole, the whole package, brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, I, tell you, I tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm not over six foot. I'm close to it. I am six foot on dating apps, but not in real life. Yeah. But I am bald and, and all this, and I'm divorced and I have kids, but and I'm not a bad looking guy, but the, uh, You're not. but, but uh, thank you. But the, but dating apps is really and the way that I've met most of the girls.
girls that I've dated. And it's where I've applied most of the 3% man principles. And it just, I don't know. It just says it really, really works. And, uh, and I think other than the one situation I was talking about where the, the, the girl was on top of me saying, choose me. Another girl I went on a date with, um, I like, it just literally went textbook, you know, how people say textbook, but like I've set the definite date, didn't contact her, showed up for the first day. You know, I had three different places, activities planned on, on the date while I was letting her do 80% of the talking. She was like, I really like how you just set a date and you didn't talk. I didn't have to babysit you all week. It's like, no guys did do that. I wish all guys do that. I was like, fuck, what is she talking to? You know, I was like, she's like just totally <laughs> validating everything. Yeah. And, uh, and she that's how kept, shit test girl is. Right. Yeah. And she just kept, she just kept over and over again, just literally saying things from the book, like how great it was. She didn't know it was from the book, but I was like, holy that's shit. Awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, and then, you know, I, I ended the date early that night and she, I, I probably could have slept with her in retrospect that night, but I ended the date early, just like, you know, Corey recommends doing sometimes. Um, but I'd already kissed her on the bridge and we made out, you know, by her car. And then, you know, I waited till she, contacted me later, set a second date, went three different places. As soon as I was like, Hey, let's, you want to get out of here? Go back to my office. Cause we were close to my office at that point. Um, slept with a lot of girls in my office um, <laughs> just because it, it's close. It's close to a lot of bars, uh, in, in, in my town and city in Louisville. And she was like, as soon as I was like, Hey, you want to go there? She's like, sure. And I was like, we went there and hooked up. Um, it was I'm just, uh, it was nuts. How it just, I love it. Just, yeah, just I literally worked perfectly the way that Corey says. Like, ooh, <laughs> I love to hear that. It's my bad. first time I tried that bullshit with with a girl. We were about a week out on a mountain picnic date. And yeah, it was it was the morning of, and I couldn't help it. I went ahead and messaged her, and I was like, "I'm excited to see you today." I haven't talked to her in like six days. Right. She goes, "I thought we were off." because yeah because you haven't talked to me right and i was like baby i'm sorry i was trying to build a traction and she's like i'm sorry i've already got other plans and i'm like wee, wee, wee. never apologize it didn't never work apologize. for me and i turned into right. a female bitch but yeah. i've learned a good balance between the two now but that's yeah. awesome and i love you've been banging chicks in your office christopher you're you're a fucking man dude <laughs> for logistical purposes i love that yeah yeah well, hey, hey guys, um, we can obviously keep keep talking after this, but we're at the uh, thirty-eight minute mark. So okay. I think, as far as the podcast go uh, goes, we should actually probably end the recording at least. But uh, sure. I just want to say, having you guys on, we need to do this uh, way more often. I think, I think, I think the guys uh, on the page would love to hear this back and forth. And I think we should, yeah. we should actually get more guys from the page to all join in and have a huge group discussion. That would be, that awesome. Would be awesome. Yeah, that yeah would be for sure. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got a lot out of that back and forth. I sure as hell did. But until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.